Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Shauna Weckerlein. Shauna, are you ready to do this? I am super excited. Excellent. Let's do this. Shauna is better known as a tax goddess. She is a certified tax coach and CPA specializing in strategic tax coaching, bookkeeping, and accounting, as well as tax preparation and filing services. We're excited to have you on, Shauna. Tell us a little bit more about your personal life, some more about your work, and why it is that you do what you do. You got it. Well, I'll start with the personal since you went first with that one. I have three dogs, absolutely love tennis, and love to travel. I've been to 57 countries so far and uh, hoping to add more, all the good bits. For work, so as you mentioned, CPA, certified tax coach, I am one in the top 15 out of 500 of certified tax coaches in the country, and I'm in the top 1% for tax strategists in the country. And really the best part, the reason why I do what I do is my personal family history, we've been small business owners, entrepreneurs for the past 800 years. And I really, really like using my chess game tax strategy mind to help the little guy. So I get to do it for a living, which makes me really, really happy. Well, that is very cool. And it does not surprise me that somebody in your line of work has very specific numbers. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, Absolutely. Very cool. Well, everyone's partner, the federal government, in our financial situations made some big changes the first time in, I suppose, around 30 years. And so, like I told you when we were visiting, I'm sure you always have your hands full, but certainly with the changes that have taken place, um, and that's what I'm hoping to talk a little bit about today. Can you give us some, some highlights on, from an individual standpoint, some of the major changes that have gone into effect? Absolutely. Or rather, so- that will go into effect in 2018. It will go into effect. Yes, this is true. There's only a very few little tiny tweaks that are happening in 17. Most of them are on the business side. But for 2018, for the individuals, one of the biggest things that has come to the forefront that I don't think a lot of people really realize, if you're married and have two children, everything is pretty much equal, the same, no major issues. You know, we we get some benefits in some places, some things are taken away, but it's not really a major issue. If you have three or more children, you now have a really big, bad, nasty tax effect and not in a good way. Uh, They have changed the way that itemized deductions work. And from the outside perspective, this sounds like a really good thing. They've increased the standard deduction from its current spot at about $6,000 per person to about $12,000 a person, but they took away some of the child tax credits, they took away some of the personal exemptions, they made a lot of changes to the adjusted gross income numbers, which I know all start sounding like tax talk and I never like to use tax talk or tax code, but it's one of those things where if you have three children or more, you need to get in to see your CPA, your tax strategist right away because 2018 you may be in for a very big, bad, nasty effect that you were not prepared for. So. Got it. And oftentimes when the government makes decisions, there's unintended consequences. Do you think that they were, I don't think that they would purposefully 
try to negatively impact large families. What do you think the wisdom of this decision was? Really what I think they were trying to do, so as it currently stands, currently meaning for the 2017 and previous tax filings, right? You got an exemption and the exemption reduced your income tax, right? But it only reduced the income tax. It wasn't gonna give you money back. It's not a refundable credit. You know, the child credits in some cases are refundable credits where you can actually get money back. So I think what they were trying to do was make it even, you know, we're gonna take away the exemptions, but we're gonna increase the child tax credit. But the problem is, is that again, you hit certain income levels, that takes it away. Uh, You end up with not the right type of income. So if you have earned income, you're probably okay. But if you have investment or dividend income, capital stock sales, those kinds of things, that can be a problem. So, you know, good or bad, anytime the government rushes a tax change, which is definitely what happened here, the unintended consequences, you know, you don't have time when, This revision of the tax code is the largest revision since 1986. It is literally almost a 60% overwrite of the entire tax code. So can you imagine the senators, the Congress, you know, the people that are voting on this reading 60% of our tax code? No, there's no way. So they did, I believe that they did what they thought was best, but you're right. Unintended consequences come abound. So tough luck, big families. Yeah. Well, and you know, you say tough luck, but on the good side of this, right, it's still only January of 2018. There are a lot of other strategies and changes and things that you can implement if you go see your CPA now, right? Because you still have 11 months in 2018 to try and make changes so that this negative impact won't hit you as hard. Got it. Are there a couple pointers that you can give people to be thinking about? Absolutely, you know, especially when it comes to children, one of the things that jumps out in my mind right away, if you have a business, and that's any kind of business whatsoever, so rental properties, or you're selling supplements, you're on an MLM, or you have a a bigger business, you know, a plumbing company, whatever it is, you can actually hire your children to work for you between the ages of seven and 17 and pay them about $12,000 a year at this point, starting in 2018. That money is not taxable to the children and it's not taxable to the parents. So if you're a family with five kids and you pay each one of them $12,000, you've just reduced your tax taxable income by $60,000 You've got huge opportunities there if you've got children. So, you know, as usual with the tax code, anytime you get a good, you get a bad, it's very yin yang, right? Right. So you're always looking for those opportunities of how else can you use the current set of rules to get around what you're trying to do. And of course, all legally above board, everything's approved, that kind of stuff. Right, of of course, of course, okay. Well, um, what other big changes are going to be impacting families? We talked about the child tax credit, um, the standard deduction. Absolutely. So personal exemption is gone. And I know some people get confused between that that standard deduction and the personal exemption. Um, The personal exemption is definitely gone, but the standard deduction has gone up. So let's talk about that on the other end. 
for a lot of people, you may have your mortgage interest, your charity, uh, maybe you have medical, but maybe you don't have enough medical to actually deduct it on your tax return. So if you're a married couple, your standard deduction has now gone, now gone up to $24,000 a year. For a lot of people, especially more middle-income families, this is huge. This is actually going to reduce your tax burden pretty heavily. Now, the other little tiny nasty, right? Every time we get a good, we get a bad. Mm -hmm. If you're in a high income, high state income tax state, New Jersey, California, New York, you know, any of these high income tax states, your state and local tax deduction, which currently allows you to deduct, you know, if you pay vehicle license tags, your property taxes, any of these state and local income taxes that you have to pay, these are deductions, these are capped at $10,000. So if you live in one of these high income states, again, talk with your CPA, talk with your strategist, because if you haven't planned for that and you used to get a $40,000 state and local tax drop, right, tax deduction, your income's gonna go up $30,000 and it's definitely not gonna be offset by the increased standard deduction. Got it. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, one of the biggest things on the individual side is that it's not really a single change. Everything is interrelated, right? So just to reiterate, one of the most important things you can do, talk to your CPA early, not late. And something that really impacts your world, I would imagine, is that they're no longer allowing deductions for fees paid to tax preparers. Why would they do that? You are absolutely correct. <laughs> so they really what they've done is if you look at your 2017 or 2016 tax return, Schedule A itemized deductions, you used to be able to deduct unreimbursed employee expenses, tax preparer fees, investment fees, uh, your safe deposit box, um, you know, the, the cost to mail in your tax return, your $5 certified mailing receipt. They've removed all of these things, every single one of them. And really what they were looking at is that there was abuses by people bulking up their itemized deductions in that particular area. The IRS has actually been auditing Schedule A with very large dollar amounts of these 2% floor itemized deductions. So the government effectively said, we're trying to curb corruption. We're gonna get rid of this completely. Now, as usual, there's always a way around this. Again, if you have a business, and by the way, ding, 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 if you don't have a business, now's the time to get one set up for 2018. <laughs> right. um, you can actually pay for your CPA fees, you know, these things related to your business, right? You can pay for these things through your business and get a deduction for them that way. So. Got it. Nice. Yeah. Speaking about businesses, I know that it looks like the corporate tax rate went down um, so much so that Apple is going to be making a $38 billion tax payment. Can we talk a little bit about how that's going to impact regular business owners? Absolutely. So when you're looking at the business side, there's actually three primary taxing structures that exist for small and medium businesses. Really, you're looking at partnerships, S corporations and C corporations. So when you hear that they dropped the corporate tax rate, they are talking about C corporation tax rates. Under the old regulations, the highest percentage of tax for a C corporation just at the federal level, right, ignoring any states, was 39%. They have now dropped this to 21%. 
And so 18% change, you can absolutely bet that anyone who is a C corporation is going to be changing, either changing to a C corporation or repatriatizing money from offshore, you know, whatever it is to get those here into the States at that lower rate at 21%. But if you're an S corporation or a partnership, there's a brand new tax deduction that they're actually coming out with called the Qualified Business Income Deduction, the QBI. And for pretty much every business, this is gonna be a good thing. There's a few little tiny exceptions, the Robus is, right? Little, little loopholes that are anti-loopholes, positive loopholes, whichever way. But generally the QBI deduction is gonna be a 20% deduction of income off of your tax return. So effectively it's giving you 20% of the revenue that you make for free. No tax, no nothing, right? 20% deduction. Now, if you're in manufacturing, if you actually make a product, there used to be a deduction called the Domestic Production Activity Deduction, DPAD. That one is disappearing. So if you're in manufacturing, this is almost gonna be a wash for you because you're losing one and gaining another. It will be a little bit better, but just slightly. If you're in anything other than manufacturing, you basically now have 20% free income. So. This is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Okay, so. cool. Now, just so I understand, it's, it's a 20% deduction. If I have an LLC, I'm making $100,000 a year, I automatically get 20%. So my taxable income moves from 100000 to 80000 uh, I'm going to say it depends. Okay, so this is another one of those little tricky things that they, when they set up laws, you have to pay attention to. Okay. Nothing in the tax code is ever as black and white as I made a hundred thousand, I deduct twenty thousand, now it's eighty. Right. It's close, but the answer in tax is always it depends. So it's gonna depend on do you have wages? Are you as an owner actually working in the business? Um, do you have any property like equipment that helps you earn your money? All of these variables are gonna fit in the formula to determine how much of that maximum 20% you're actually allowed to deduct. Got it. Now, let's just go through another scenario and I understand that it all depends, but let's say that I had $25,000 of annual expenses for my business. Do I no longer get to to claim those for lack of a better term? Is it is it now capped at 20%? No, this is on top. So the 25,000, so if you made 100,000 gross, you normally had 25,000 worth of office supplies and computer equipment, dues and subscriptions, whatever it is, that 25 does not go anywhere. They didn't touch that at all the 20% is actually on top. So if you qualified for the full 20%, you'd have your original 25,000 plus another 20,000. So you would only be taxed on the difference, the remaining 55,000. Oh, cool. Well, that sounds Very like cool. that, that, <laughs> that sounds like a pretty cool thing right there. How yeah. else how else are and let's let's stick to the 
to the LLC corporations, S corps of the world, how else do you see them being impacted in 2018 and how else should they be proactively planning? Absolutely. So at this point, we are of course already physically in the calendar year of 2018. There was some strategy that you could do at the end of the year between 2017, 2018, but one of the major changes that they actually made for businesses in 2018, and, and this is one of my favorites, any of you business owners out there, you guys know, you've heard of something called depreciation. And really what depreciation was, was that you would, let's say you'd buy a new computer, a very expensive new computer, and it was $5,000. Your CPA would tell you, okay, well you can't, even though you spent $5,000 in cash this year, you can't write off as an expense the full 5,000. We're only gonna get to take $1,000 each year for the next five years, right? So business owners have always kind of had this, this problem where they're now tracking hundreds of assets inside a business. One of the major changes that the government made was that any assets that you purchase with a life less than 20 years is 100% written off in the first year. <laughs> so 2018, we're actually gonna see a lot of companies, you know, if, if in the past five years you've been bulking, you know, you've been buying all these assets and your list of assets is really, really big, we're probably gonna see some major adjustments to those tax returns in 2018 because of the new rule. So super excited about that. Nice, very cool. Yeah. So if somebody's listening to this and they say, okay, well, I've been thinking about starting starting some kind of a side business, starting a side hustle, um, it would behoove them to to open up an LLC or some something like that? Absolutely. At this point in the IRS regulations, there are only two ways to reduce your taxes. One is to have a business and the other one is to put it into retirement. And the retirement loopholes are starting to close. So having a business is the one and only best option for those people that are not apple size. So Got it. And what else? How how do people get started? Who if 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 they don't have if they don't have an accountant how would you best recommend that 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 they do research and find one to do strategic planning? Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that really kind of catches me, um, I receive data from the IRS, from the state governments twice a day, every day, 365 days a year. So it's very clear to me that, you know, let's say you're, uh, you own a gym, right? Your focus, your day to day is to work on your gym, right? Or if you don't, you work in a gym, you you're a W-2 employee, you're a trainer, but you're thinking about going out and opening your own fitness clients on the side, something like that. One of the worst things that you can do for yourself is log into Google and try and read the 50 billion articles that come out every single day with tax changes. Right. Okay? What I would highly recommend, you know, make sure that you're somewhat educated, but go to the correct sources, right? The IRS website actually has been made a lot more user friendly. They have an entire small business section. Um, they have been filming great videos about the tax changes and what's happening. Um, I can recommend, you know, trying not to go political either way, but I can recommend Wall Street Journal is normally really good. Forbes is normally really good, so I can recommend either of those two as, as good quality sources for knowledge. Nice. And probably one of the most important things that you can do, if you're thinking about opening a business, start interviewing CPAs, okay. right? You should find out, do they have other businesses, other clients in your industry? You should find out how long they've been around. 
you should find out if they if their clients have ever been audited and if they were audited did they win or lose the case against the irs mm. right um definitely pull up on your state board of accountancy's website and make sure if this person says they're a cpa that they actually still do have a license <laughs> we, we've had that problem sure. um you know there's there's a lot of phishing and a lot of uh fraud out there these days so being cautious about who you work with is really really important and if you're going to have a business make sure you're working with a business specialist not your 1040 tax preparer because typically they aren't the same person right total different skill set i would imagine so yes yes excellent shauna savage nation is ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them i think the biggest thing for me and i i don't know what kind of language i'm allowed to use on on this show so i'm going to be as good as i possibly can my absolute difference making tip is if it's not a hell yes it's a no so if you're not happy thrilled whatever it is in your life if you are not passionate about it don't bother find something else find the passionate because if it's not a hell yes it's a no i love it that is great stuff and that definitely gets a come on come on so Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> shauna thank you for coming on where can savage nation learn more about you Absolutely. The two main websites would be taxgoddess.com or bigtaxdrop.com. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all over the place. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Shauna your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, Shauna. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.